Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. I think it's pretty safe to say most parents want the best for their kids, but we don't always know how to go about that, particularly on an emotional level. And Danny, you see a lot of families. How common is that? It is very common. Parents have the greatest intentions when they they enter the game of parenting. And I, I liken it to a, a quarterback going into a game and thinking, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this play and that play. And then in the middle of the play, things change yeah. and they go in an unexpected turn. And, and then they have to adjust and adapt. And that's where, as parents, sometimes we have a difficult time. Either we're tired, we're hungry, we're, uh, we're stressed, we have other things on our mind, and we don't respond, we end up reacting to what's happening. And if, if a parent can remember a really good word, it's responding. How can I respond to what I see and hear, slow down enough to get my emotions caught up to, hmm. to where they need to be, or my mind caught up to the emotions as to where they're at? A lot of times our emotions take us down a road of hurting a child and having, we're having to go apologize, or we're completely off and we feel bad that we yelled. Uh, I had a friend recently. Said uh, his his daughter came up as we were talking and at church and she said, "Hey, Daddy, you yelled at us this morning," uh, and he, she just brought it out in the open. And he looked at me with a smile. He said, "They say anything, don't they?" And it was a stressful morning. He said, I, "We were coming to church. We we were excited to come to Seems church, like but that's we were where late. So many things fall apart." Yeah, you're behind. You're late, and all of a sudden the screaming comes. Why don't out you and... kids behave? Because we're trying to be spiritual. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, you might have felt that uh, somewhere along the way. And we're going to hear now from Dr. Kelly Flanagan, who has some really insightful things about making sure your kids know how you really feel about them. And here now is Jim Daly. Let me ask you this. When you look at the culture at large and, you know, okay, the, the average person, I guess, mm-hmm. and you, you see um, what appears to be such indifference to activity, to behavior mm-hmm. in the culture mm-hmm. that... Where does the Holy Spirit get a hook into somebody mm-hmm. to bring a mm-hmm. healthy sense of guilt, the way you mistreated somebody, right. the way... And you see so much of it in the world today. There's just this polarization that's occurring. It's like few people have the presence to say, I shouldn't treat another mm-hmm. human being the way I just treated that person. Mm-hmm. Why is that occurring? Is it up from other decades? Huh. Is it different from other generations? Is this really the normal human experience and it's just unshackled and this is often how human beings treat each other. And then that indifference, speak to that, especially for the Christian community where we can tend to absorb some of the cultural Mm. trends and we start speaking in ways about people that we shouldn't. Mm. How do we open our hearts up to the Holy Spirit to teach us and to rebuke us in healthy ways? Right. Well, Big there's, a, there's a lot there. Um, I, I will say that personally, I think that the data that we're starting to see shows that we're seeing vast changes in culture, especially amongst adolescents who are increasingly connected online and through social media. We're seeing a, um, a very rapid change in behavior, uh, kids who are more depressed, more anxious. Um, those things those things are happening. I don't think it's fair anymore to say, well, every generation goes through its its thing. Um, technology is shifting things. It's so more I, intense today. It's more intense. Than ever before. Absolutely. Let me shift back to the household because uh, I think um, where we find our worthiness mm-hmm. is also an issue. I mean, obviously, the right answer is to say you find that in your relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm. He's our anchor. He provides mm-hmm. the way. 
and even lists very clearly our behavioral Mm -hmm. type, what we should, if we're rooted in him, how we will behave Mm -hmm. if we're rooted in him. That's Galatians 5. Um, But to try to find our worthiness outside of that, either with our spouse or in our children. Yeah. You know, a lot of women struggle with that, finding their worthiness in their mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. And it's leading to a lot of separation and divorce within the church right. because the kids are leaving at 18, 19. Mm-hmm. And women, for the most part, are opening their eyes going, I don't even know my husband anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. We're no longer friends. Right. My whole life now has been committed to these kids. Mm-hmm. And they, in some ways, are even lost in that moment. Right. Yeah. In my experience, when we've decided that what is inside of us is not good enough, it's not worthy, then we draw the natural conclusion is we have to go look outside of us uh, for our sense of worthiness. Um, and that there's two two particular areas that we tend to look for that in. It's in people, in our relationships, and um, in, in, the, in our families, and our friendships, and those kinds of things. And then also in our, if you want to call it our purpose, or our sense of vocation, or our, our compulsion to do something great to prove that we're good enough, right? Um, and so I do think that that what you're describing is that when we get into families, uh, we are expecting our spouse to make us feel lovable. Right. Um, and oftentimes, as that's not working out, then we will shift our focus to our kids. Maybe they will make us feel lovable by reflecting us or um, making us proud, or maybe we'll prove, like, kids become our projects, right? We'll prove that we're good enough by producing children that are the pressure on a child to have to to prove your worth by doing things that that make you feel like you've done a good job as a parent, that's intense. So we want to be cautious of this idea that we're going to get a sense of worthiness from the people around us. We really do have to take an interior journey, not an outward journey. And that's part of the parenting process is how do you build up your child's sense of Mm self-worth in a healthy biblical way? Well, I'll go back to what you just asked about the indifference uh, piece of things. So uh, recently, my I I can't even remember what my daughter did, but I reacted to her. I gave her a consequence uh, relatively calmly, probably not perfectly so. Um, and then about five minutes later, I said, so sweetie, what do, you, what do you want for lunch? Grilled cheese, peanut butter, and jelly. And she goes, Daddy, why are you making me lunch? Aren't you mad at me? And I said, what do you mean, sweetie? She goes, well, you just punished me. And I said, well, yeah, I, you have to have consequences when you do things that you, you really shouldn't be doing. But I love you. I'll, mm. I'm always going to feed you and care for you and no matter what you do. you know." If the only reaction to misbehavior is shame, and we don't want to shame our kids, then we decide we have to be indifferent to it, right? Or we have to be indifferent to our friend's behavior. Oh, it's okay. I'm just not even going to address it. It's possible to say, I don't like what you did, but I adore you. I delight in you. Some great advice from Kelly, and that can make such a big difference when you help your child know that you love them unconditionally. Danny, what are some other ways, some practical tips for making sure our kids know we really do love you? On the show, we continually talk about that, the idea of paying attention, shifting your attention towards what they're saying, but also towards what may be going on in their internal world, especially when they've failed, when they've uh, messed up, when they haven't handled things well. That's when the deepest love can come in, the reassurance to a child that, hey, I noticed what just happened, and here are the things that I see are uh, really good about you, or or just encouraging them, saying, hey, can I hold you for a moment? Uh, I remember my son, after he uh, had a really rough basketball game, uh, his eighth grade year, he was a starter, there were a lot of expectations for him, he was excited, and he was making mistake after mistake, and just had an awful game, and afterwards, you could see he just felt demoralized. Yeah. And I could have gone up and said, hey, so why did you do this? What happened? 
you know, all he needed was my arm around him, and I said, hey, son, you get another game. No big deal, man. Let's, let's go enjoy some time together. Uh, and, and I just, I said, do you want me to listen to anything? He didn't want to talk in that moment. He didn't want to hear from me on, yeah. on any of that. And I just reassured him. And he, he has, he said, Hey dad, that felt really good. I appreciate it. Sometimes it's just giving them the reassurance that they're okay, no matter what their performance, what they do and letting them know they're important to you. And sometimes that could be a note, mm. just simply, I love you. Yeah. I hope you're having a good day. Uh, telling them I prayed for you today and this is what I prayed for. Or a big one is remembering something they've told you days down the road where you ask them, hey, tell me about whatever they told you about. And now you're following up and they, they feel important to you that you actually listened and remembered yeah. something they told you. Mm, that's good. Well, check out the show notes for more encouragement and uh, for resources like Kelly's book, Lovable, Embracing What is Truest About You So You Can Truly Embrace Your Life. And make a donation, if you can, to the ministry. When you do, we'll send a copy of that book as our thank you gift. Well, next time, more from Dr. Kelly Flanagan. And on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.